Next time, I'll try knitting. A recovering alcoholic's opinion about life, sobriety and stuff. Lights down, bums on seats, silence please, on with the show. I can definitely remember a time when I sat on my own in my living room and just drank. I didn't like people and they didn't like me. Although in reality, people were okay with me. They just didn't like the addict side of me. And it's obvious how I got into a state of isolated drinking. It was the best way to get on and indulge my alcohol consumption without anyone trying to stop me. At the time, I thought isolation was a good deal, until it became a very bad deal indeed. Meanwhile, as long as no one physically prevented me from drinking, I was fine with whatever they said about me, as long as I didn't hear it, and whatever they thought about me, as long as they didn't say it. Which means I wasn't fine at all. Hmm. Moving on and thinking about the moment of perfect isolation, the perfect high, the perfect cocoon. Yeah, was it any good? No, it was never that good. But things look dangerously okay now I've got some time between me and active addiction. Well, how can it look good with time? I guess that's just how my mind works. I tend to edit out all the bad bits and just keep the good stuff. So I string together all the good bits and suddenly it doesn't look as terrible as I know it must have been. Suddenly it's all sunny days and being on holiday. It's pretty easy to forget about the grim days hanging on at work, nursing myself through yet another hangover. The dry heaves, the shakes and all the other stuff that went on physically, let alone what was going on emotionally. Sweet deal, huh? My memory is conspiring against me to convince me it's a good idea to live like that. My own memory. It's no wonder the relapse rate is high for addicts and alcoholics. Our memories might well have it in for us. And yet, with isolation came the sense that the walls were closing in, that things were coming to an end, that I was inches from rock bottom. There was depression, a constant feeling of being unwell, particularly at the end of my drinking when I was seriously unwell. And still, my memory, which is meant to stop me from making mistakes, appears to be pushing me into making one huge mistake and doing something really bad like relapsing. Well, nice. But here's the strange thing. When I think about all the bad stuff, and there was a lot of bad stuff, it was bloody awful. There was never a perfect moment. Isolation was never a good idea. It just left me and my thoughts to wander round each other in great big circles, which were getting smaller and smaller, slowly going down the drain to the end of things. All things. I guess that's why simply playing back the bad stuff doesn't work so well when it comes to staying sober. It's good enough in a tight spot if I've got other tools of sobriety to go along with it. But if that's all I've got, there's going to be a point where I say, fuck it, and hit the addiction button again. And if I do that, I don't know when I'll be back. Pause for thought, isn't it? The fact that my memories could be as much my enemy as my friend. That simply thinking of bad times doesn't keep me clean and sober, because every time a thought of bad times happens, it gets matched by a thought of, yeah, but it wasn't that bad, what about this good bit? And that's a cycle with only one winner, addiction. For me, I've learned it's not enough to rely on one thing in the long run, although it's good enough in the early days and weeks. Long term, my memories will self-edit until I'm left with a very shadowy recollection of how it really was. So... It's time to count all the tools I've acquired in recovery and use them all. Not rely on one thing, particularly my extremely faulty memory. Next time I'll try knitting by JJ Chan. Another episode will appear soon, like a bus, and mow you down when you're not looking. 
Goodbye.